0: seconds later little bear growls and then barks his eyes trained on the trail behind them little bear doesn't bark often except to announce an intruder so sam turns to look a loud flutter of wings announces a swooping red hawk its sharp talons extended wind from the bird's wings rush against sam's cheeks in the next instant The hawk lets out a keening cry, like an ancient battle call. It swoops again. Before Sam can right himself, he falls backward and loses his balance on the path. He stumbles toward the steep edge of the embankment. Meanwhile, Little Bear barks wildly, grabbing Sam's pants with his teeth. For several long, slow seconds, Sam clutches mid-air for something to hold on to, but he is too far off-center. Sam goes over the edge and lands with a loud thud on his back, the breath knocked out of him. His body quickly becomes a sled. He careens, feet first, down the mountain like an avalanche. The forest blurs past him, a voice he can't decide if it is outside or inside him tells him to dig in his heels sam obeys he thrusts his hiking boots into the earth and slows his descent a cloud of dirt and pebbles travels with him trees blur past then several large boulders sam hears a long desperate scream and realizes it is his own The stream, no longer in the distance, churns white water below him. Seconds before colliding with a large oak on the bank of the stream, Sam grabs onto the branch of a mountain laurel bush. He clings to safety and finally comes to a halt. Waiting for the spinning to stop, Sam holds his head and sputters grit from his mouth. Little Bear barks from the trail high above him, sounding a continuous alarm. Sam is alive, but far from okay. His heart pounds like a drum delivering a warning. He can't remember a time when he felt more terrified. Little Bear makes his way down the steep edge of the mountain, creating cutbacks as he goes. For the first time, Sam notices that he has fallen along the path of an old rock slide, boulders lay nearby that would have killed him instantly if he had hit his head. Small pebbles are embedded in his palms, as well as the moss and dirt grabbed on his descent. He brushes them away. Little Bear arrives panting and licks Sam's face. Blood trickles from a cut on Sam's cheek. He dabs the blood with his sleeve and grimaces. His head pounds as if running a race with his heart. He holds on to Little Bear like a life preserver. His watch is broken, stopped at 8.44 a.m. On the ground next to him lies his red Atlanta Braves baseball cap. It was a gift from his mother before she left. He must have hung on to it as he fell. In a rare moment, he allows himself to wish she was here. He could use a mom right now, but life doesn't always give him what he needs. Sam brushes the dirt from his hair and puts on his cap, now dirty and torn. His breathing returns to normal, although his hands haven't stopped shaking. "'I thought that was the end of me,' Sam says to Little Bear. Somehow, hearing his own voice makes him not feel so alone. Little Bear licks Sam's face again, as if he also thinks the fall could have been the end of Sam.' Like a puppeteer with a fragile puppet, Sam moves his arms and legs. Nothing appears broken, but everything hurts. That crazy hawk seemed to want to make him fall. He leans back to look for the bird, but it has disappeared. He will ask Grandmother if she's ever known a hawk to attack people. It followed him most of the morning, which is unusual in itself. To the Cherokee... Birds are thought to be the messengers between the living and the dead. If this is true, what are the ancestors trying to teach him? How to die at a young age? Yet now that he thinks about it, didn't the last two days foretell that something big was about to happen?